Hello and welcome to Swiftly Spoken, a fan-made Taylor Swift podcast in which we analyse her artistry, including her lyricism, music videos and full album retrospectives. As always, we are your hosts, Cameron and Lisa, and in today's episode, we're going to be discussing and analysing Everything Has Changed and also talking about Ed and Taylor's friendship. Okay, so in today's episode, we're going to start off by looking at the timeline of how Ed and Taylor wrote Everything Has Changed, and then move on to looking at the lyrics and some of the original lyrics that weren't featured in the released version. Then we'll move on to discuss the music video and talk about some of the live performances of Everything Has Changed. And then finally, we'll talk about our hopes for Taylor's version of Everything Has Changed, and also discuss Run, the other Ed and Taylor's track that is going to be featured on the vault um, of Red Taylor's version. Right, so to begin, we'll start with a timeline of their songwriting in general, and especially how it came about that Ed and Taylor collaborated and wrote Everything Has Changed. About the first time they ever met, Ed has said that, the very, very first time we met, I played Nashville, and her mum, Andrea, came down to watch me at the Ryman, and brought me like a gramophone that you stick in an, an iPhone in that kind of plays it. So here we can see that this was the first time that the two came into contact. So Andrea went to see Ed in Nashville. And if we look up the set list for when Ed played Nashville, this was around April the 3rd in 2012. After this, Ed recalls that Taylor and him met for the very first time in a hotel room in what he believes was Seattle. In a recent interview, he said he didn't remember it being Los Angeles, New York or Nashville. He recalls it being in Seattle. So this was their original meeting. And in this original meeting in a hotel room, he said that this is when they had their burgers and were just like messing around on the guitar. And this is when they wrote Run. This was once again confirmed by Ed recently in uh, his Instagram video of him re-recording Everything Has Changed. He mentioned that there's also a brand new song me and Taylor wrote the very first day we met called Run that will be out on Taylor's version of Red. This initial meeting we can even establish a date for. It was the 15th of May 2012. On that day, both Taylor and Ed tweeted. Taylor tweeted, eating cheeseburgers, scribbling on guitars and writing songs with Ed Sheeran. Ed, on his part, tweeted, in and out burger, defacing guitars and writing music with Taylor Swift. So this was their very famous first meeting. However, it looks like everything has changed was not originally written then. Up to now, what was written then, uh, as we can see, run, and what Ed says is, I think part of another song was never available to us. So we're really lucky that this year we'll be seeing it or hearing it for the very first time. After this first meeting and what seems to be the writing and recording of Run, uh, Taylor and Ed then met up a while later again in Los Angeles. So this is another very famous meetup of theirs. This is when Ed was in LA, he kind of called up Taylor and she invited him round and they went into her back garden and sat on her trampoline and very famously wrote, everything has changed. This concludes the initial timeline of Ed and Taylor writing together in the Red Era in 2012. Now we're going to move on to looking at Everything Has Changed itself. (music) 
Okay, so um, as Lisa said, obviously everything has changed was written in Taylor's backyard on her trampoline. And if I remember correctly in an interview, I think she said that the trampoline was like in the middle of like a tennis court. And I'm sure she said that like um, that these tennis courts were these kind of really adult places. So she decided to shove like a trampoline in the middle of it. And I'm not and I'm sure she said that in an interview. So it's really interesting. It how, sounds like her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I'm like it's interesting how he came over and she was like and I'm sure she said, Do you want to check out my trampoline? Like I think she just got it. Um so it's yeah, really cool yeah. that, that song was like written. <laughs> it's such a random place to It makes um, a really great detail for a song. Yeah, it is really cool. But no, so the song um was produced by Butch Walker. And also Gary Lightbody sings backing vocals on Everything Has Changed, which is something that I only recently found out. Um, Ed also stating in, stated in an interview with MTV that he and Tis- Taylor actually disagreed about some of the chords while they were producing Everything Has Changed and writing it. However, she pointed to all of her Grammy and Billboard awards and songwriting guilds that she had on her wall. And then I guess they decided to um, side with how Taylor wanted the um, chords to progress. There's a rumour that the original name of Everything Has Changed was going to be Everything Is Changed. However, I don't know how legitimate this kind of rumour is. Lisa, what's your kind of opinion on this rumour that it was originally Everything Is rather than Has? So the way that Everything Has Changed is said, even when I just said it then, you it can almost be heard as everything is changed. So I think that this could have possibly been a rumour of when they recorded it. Maybe someone in the industry kind of heard it and thought it was this instead of something else. So I think that was something that's similar happened in the Lover era when people went to the Lover Secret sessions and people got confused with Cornelia Street. They thought it was something else. Cornelius Street I think that was it right yeah yeah it probably is like a kind of um someone mishearing it yeah so I think that's what that is however there's also like a whole song (laughs) that is called everything is changed uh that exists on the internet and supposedly it, it is what everything has changed was going to be so I remember back in 2012 Uh, Before Red came out, there was all these rumours of Ed and Taylor collaborating together. And I was such a massive fan. I looked it all up on the internet and I came across this. And I really thought that this was the real song for such a long time until like the real one did come out and it's completely different. The lyrics are just like, I don't even know where they come from. I couldn't find it anywhere else. I know, I don't know where someone somewhere has written these, whether it is Ed and Taylor, which I don't think it would be because... um. You would think that we would see it more if it was, um, and it would be weird to have s- like like lyrics that are so different from the one that is released, like just totally different, not even slightly similar. Um, but it's weird that that was kind of like a rumor that flew around at the start of like 2012, um, hmm. because yeah, it's just it's just weird that there's this whole song um, on the internet that is meant to be what everything has changed. It's meant to be every, everything has changed when it isn't. And it's slightly confusing, but it's it's definitely quite interesting that these things happen. And these things do happen quite a lot with fandoms where these kind of false lyrics or false song titles mm. are kind of spread around and everyone kind of takes it as uh, the truth and that that is confirmed. Um, so it is, it is interesting how that was like a thing that flew around in 2012. For sure. Also, as you said, obviously someone has written this song. If you look up the lyrics, the only things that come up that pop up is this. This supposed collab that obviously is invented by someone else, but someone's written it. And 
to be honest, is not even that bad. Uh, just to like highlight a couple of lyrics. Um, it starts with, I used to think that love was for dreamers. Love at first sight, I never believed it. So, you know, it, The lyrics cool. are pretty good. They're not like, to, like, considering they're probably not written by, well, they're 100% not written yeah, by Yeah, it's not them. They're still pretty well written, like, you know. They're slightly corny, but yeah. they're still, they're, they're not bad. It's like there was another uh, kind of rumour track oh, ages ago that was apparently a song that Taylor wrote for Harry. And I think it was called like <gasps> Stevie yes. Wonder or something. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But it, it was a completely different girl who just had a very similar voice to voice. Taylor. I love so, yeah. that song. So yeah, those things kind of fly around a lot where there's this kind of song that is apparently written by Taylor. I, um, I think it was called a... I'm Alright, by the way. Yeah, I think it is. I just remember yeah. something about Stevie Wonder. Yeah, sing these um, Stevie Wonder songs again. <laughs> yeah, but no, so yeah, that is definitely something to comment on. But um, like we said, when we are 100% sure this is probably um, all rumours and no truth to it, but definitely something to mention. The secret message in the red booklet for Everything Has Changed is Hyannis Port, which is actually spelt wrong. So in the booklet, it is spelled H-Y-I-A-N-N-I-S and then P-O-R-T for port. Whereas Hyannis Port itself is actually spelt without the I after the Y. Okay, so Lisa, what do you think about this misspelling? Do you think it's on purpose? Do you think there's kind of a hidden Easter egg slash message about it or whether it was purely just a typo? To be honest, I think it's one of those typo kind of things that have happened previously in Taylor's um, booklets. So there's other booklets where we have misspellings in lyrics. There's other booklets where we have misspellings. Uh, or I think it was in the reputation uh, booklet where there's like the word is of instead of on or something like that. So it has happened previously. Um, I guess she was referring to Hyannis Port being the place where the Kennedy compound is. But you never know with Taylor. It could be something deeper. I know that there are a lot of conspiracies around this song and about this misspelling in specific, but I just, just, just a random misspelling like that in a booklet where things have happened similarly before. I'm not sure if I can get on board with. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. And with the Lover um, booklets as well, uh, for the Lover, sorry, um, vinyl, the sleeves that the vinyl are in, soon you'll get better. Um, actually had the wrong title I think on some prints it said you'll get better um, right. so I think that that is something that does happen because realistically Taylor isn't the one typing all the lyrics out um, there'll be someone else doing it so at some point there's going to be something that's wrong so I think maybe it's an accidental uh, mistake rather than a kind of on purpose a hidden message I think it's more um, just an accident that um, didn't get picked up on when they were kind of checking over the spellings of stuff. During the 1989 era, the Grammy Museum put on a specific um, display called the Taylor Swift Experience, which was full of all sorts of Taylor Swift outfits and kind of um, photos and um, pieces and lyrics and all sorts. Um, but anyways, there was a, um, the original lyrics for Everything Has Changed were displayed um, for this experience, um, which has like four kind of notes um, with all the original lyrics kind of ripped out, scribbled over. And um, some of these lyrics are very different to the lyrics that were actually featured in the original version. So the the version that was released, sorry. So now we're going to probably look at those and analyse them and discuss our thoughts about these um, original lyrics that didn't make the um, final album version. 
The first original scribbled out change lyric is, all I feel in my stomach is butterflies for a Gemini who'd never tell a lie, the beautiful kind saying this feels right, making me feel like falling for a Gemini. So this original lyric that was changed has been discussed a lot within the fandom. Who is this Gemini? <laughs> Do you have any ideas? (laughs) I have kind of no clue. I know there's lots of kind of theories and conspiracy theories or just theories in general about who this is because the kind of uh, confirmed people that Taylor's dated, obviously none of them are Geminis. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's kind of lots of rumours and theories about who this possible Gemini could be. Um, But also, I guess, Ed. This may be an Ed lyric, possibly that he chose so maybe the gemini element was um from ed or maybe taylor got the star sign of someone that she was dating wrong or maybe she got it right and you know we just don't know who it is or maybe it was purely to rhyme with lie gemini um so i'm i'm kind of unsure there's a lot said about this original lyric um that it's hard to kind of know I read one thing and go, oh, yeah, it's definitely that. And then I read another. Oh, no, it's that. Yeah. So, as you said, there's no one confirmed, really, that we know of or anyone in theories that really fit with the star sign Gemini. As for Ed, I did try and have a little look at, you know, who he was dating at that time and stuff like that. And again, there's no Geminis. So I'm not sure. I think, to be honest with you, this lyric was probably scrapped because Taylor had her dates mixed up and she might have thought the person who this song is dedicated to was a Gemini, but they were actually a different star sign. The next lyric that was scrapped is making me feel like I just want to know you better, grow old together, hold you forever. I absolutely adore this lyric. I me wish too, me it. too, me too. I wish this was in the release version. I think this lyric is just just so sweet. Grow old together, hold you forever. It reminds me of Mary's song. Yeah, it really does. It kind of is that all together. And I think that it does kind of give that vibe of you've just met someone and everything has changed in your life and suddenly you can see your future with them. And you're so excited and it's, it's like oh. it's like it's like the mind music video isn't it where like you see yeah, you someone see and the whole <laughs> that your whole relationship flashes before you and it's like i just want to know everything about you i want to grow old with you i want to be with you forever i think yeah. it's such as i i really really love that lyric and I, i'm slightly ever so slightly disappointed that it wasn't in the um, right release version because obviously the release is just like the repetition of i just want to know you better which I guess in a way, I suppose, I obviously it fits, but I do, I really just wish, just like you, just a slightly disappointed because it just flows so well, but still. The final change lyrics are, when you caught my eye, the look said you'd missed me all this time. Meet me there tonight so I can know it's not all in my mind. So this would be like the bridge part. These final lyrics are very similar to what the final bridge lyrics were in the end. The biggest change was instead of when you caught my eye, uh, Taylor and Ed sing, come back and tell me why. Okay, so everything has changed, then became the fourth single from Red. Obviously it was released with the album, however, later became a single. Um, So the single kind of gained quite mixed reviews actually for music critics 
who were not overly keen on its kind of composition. However, Everything Has Changed did peak at number 32 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the States, and it eventually charted, sorry, at number eight on the adult pop songs and number 11 on the adult contemporary, and then number 14 on the mainstream top 40. It also has sold 1.1 million copies in the United States as of November 2017. Also, the song did reach the top 10 in other countries, including Belgium, Ireland and the, and the United Kingdom. I am from the UK and when this song came out, it was huge. Like it was everywhere. Everyone was talking about the music video. Um, hmm. Ed, is, Ed still is, but was massive in the UK then. So for him and Taylor to kind of be collabing, it was like the UK, the UK's biggest artist of that time and the US's biggest artist kind of collabing together. And it was huge in the UK. Yeah, it was definitely a massive phenomenon just because Ed was in the plus era at that point and he had found a lot of fame, so much popularity at that moment. And, you know, Taylor obviously was in the Red era at that point. As you said, it was kind of this collab between these two massive artists and it was something that I never really expected. I had been an Ed fan separately to being a Taylor fan before Red came out. And when they announced the collab, I was so excited. Same, same. I was absolutely the same as you. I was a huge Ed fan back then and a massive Taylor fan. So, yeah, when I found out about it, it was like my kind of two music worlds colliding. And yes. at that time, that was my favourite song ever. I was absolutely obsessed with it and just listened to it on repeat. <laughs> what Must have watched the music video about 100 times, like in one day. I was absolutely obsessed with Everything Has Changed because it was like my two favorite kind of artists just it was amazing I was and it was like a perfect mix of a Taylor Swift song and an Ed Sheeran so it just it was perfect absolutely perfect. yeah the stars really lined well for us as yes, Ed and Taylor fans they definitely did back in back in uh, 2012 that was kind of my dream collab and it's a shame that music critics kind of were slightly mixed about it because I really do love it and right. I, I guess some people maybe find it slightly corny um but I think that it's actually a really sweet song and I think I that love, yeah I think that it's a shame that some people uh, that doesn't get as much attention as other kind of singles and is slightly forgotten about a little um hmm. and I think maybe because Taylor's collabed with Ed a lot maybe people don't appreciate it as much maybe as they did but definitely in the Red era I think that it was really appreciated and I really really loved that song um, Me too. And, I, and I think it's a shame that it gets overlooked sometimes. I think Red has so many amazing songs that sometimes everything has changed, gets forgotten about as it's kind of towards the bottom of the album. Um, hmm. But I think I think it definitely deserves more attention because I think it is a really, really nice song. OK, so as well as the album version of Everything Has Changed, during the Red era, um, Taylor also released um, the re a remix version of Everything Has Changed, still featuring Ed Sheeran. However, the remix version is slightly different. So Ed Sheeran's um, verse, um, so in the second verse, Ed and Taylor share that verse. However, in the remix version, Ed takes up that entire verse. And then the last chorus sounds very different. Uh, the kind of drums are slightly heavier and it almost sounds like there's kind of a choir singing behind them. And then the bridge goes really quiet and it's almost just Taylor's voice. So there is definitely very distinct differences between these two versions. And Lisa, what is your opinion? Do you prefer the remix version? Do you prefer Ed having a longer verse? What do you, what do you think about it? Yeah, I do. I do prefer the remix, which I don't know if, it's, if that's controversial or not, because I don't, I don't know think what the popular I, I don't know is. if it is controversial, but I only listen to the remix version. 
Right, okay, I get that. I mean, when I hadn't heard the remix version, I remember hearing the original collaboration and thinking, oh, Ed could have sung a bit more. <laughs> but, yes, yes. Uh, so I loved the remix because it gave him, you know, those couple more lines, which he did really well. And then, yes, those drums that come in, the bridge where it goes all quiet and then the drums come and you get that choiry sound, which is kind of like turned up. Yeah, I prefer yeah. the remix. Yeah, me too. I, I really do love it. I, I think it sounds more like a kind of duet. Um, yes, for sure. And it sounds like they're singing it to each other. And yeah, no, I love the bridge kind of going really quiet in the final chorus. It almost sounds like a child's choir, almost, like singing in the background. Um, mm -hmm. I don't really know whether it was just kind of layering uh, backing vocals on top of each so other. Those or... Gary Light bodies. Yeah, maybe it was Gary. Maybe it was Gary Light bodies. But no, I, I really do love the remix. And I don't know... Um, I'm not too sure what the fandom's opinion on it is, whether it is preferred over the original or whether it's more of a controversial, you shouldn't be liking the remix, the original's better. Um, but I really do love that remix. What I'll do is I'll be adding a poll on Spotify under this episode where you guys can vote and let us know if you prefer Everything Has Changed original or the Everything Has Changed remix. So we can see what people think. So yeah, make sure you vote so that we can find out what the fandom's opinion is on the original version of Everything's Changed and the remix, and which one is uh, the fandom's favourite. Okay, so Everything Has Changed as a song has won a couple of awards, a couple of BMI awards, and also a Radio Disney Music Award, and it was also nominated for a Much Music Video Award. Now we're going to discuss the music video and give some general facts and info and details about it. The music video was uploaded to YouTube on June the 6th, 2013, and it was directed by Philip Andelman. It was filmed between California and San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the school that appears was the Medea Creek Middle School. The video itself basically tells the story of how these two children go to school and meet, and it's like a compilation of all these sweet memories between them getting to know each other, kind of standing out from the crowd and finding each other and just hanging out basically. And then at the end of the video, we have like this twist where the kids at the end of the school day, they're running to their respective, I'm not sure if they're supposed to be their parents or guardians or whatever. And the little girl runs into Taylor Swift's arms and the little boy runs into Ed's arms and we kind of see them exchange looks and it's a very, very cute moment. The young actress that plays what we can assume to be a young Taylor Swift is Ava Ames, while the young actor who plays like the young Ed Sheeran is Jack Lewis. And I think they were really well chosen because they're just so cute and they look so similar to them when they were younger. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that they were kind of the perfect people to play either young Taylor or young Ed or Taylor and Ed's kids. Um, so no, I think that it was a really kind of sweet moment when I first watched it because you just think that that is just then, meant to be Ed and Taylor and then at the yeah. end it's not and you're like, oh, that's their children or is it them? Or No, I think it was a really cool kind of reveal at the end and a kind of really sweet moment in the music video and I really do love this music video. It's uh, Even though it's not visually impressive or kind of, you know, this like kind of iconic moment in Taylor Swift's kind of video history, um, I just think it's a really sweet video and a really lovely video of just friendship and, you know, finding someone that you can kind of, that is different and, you know, you, you two together can just kind of take on the world. I think it's a really sweet um, video and definitely one of my favourites mm -hmm. um, and one that I was absolutely obsessed with um, 
um, when I was younger and during the Red era. For sure. Also, it's a very quintessential Ed uh, music video because during the Plus era, Ed um, almost never appeared in his own music videos. His music videos tended to center around like a different character or a, you know, a different actor or actress. And he would then appear, like almost make a small cameo in his own music videos. And this kind of follows suit. It kind of follows that pattern where Taylor and Ed, the main singers of the song, don't appear. But then we get like a cameo from them at the end. Yeah, no, because during, because I suppose the, um, is it um, Lego House has got Mm -hmm. Rupert Grint in. And to be fair, even during the multiply era with um, Don't, yeah. Um, was a dancer, was an Ed, and even Sing had the puppet Ed, yeah. Ed Sheeran. So yeah, yeah. No, I think maybe that was possibly an Ed Sheeran idea. Um, we're not too sure, obviously, but um, that is interesting that those kind of fit with his um, other music videos. And that's mm-hmm. what I quite love about this song is realistically, um, even though it's on Red, it could be on one of Ed's albums and still feel like an Ed song. And what's quite nice about that song was that it was so kind of collaborative and it sounded yes. like both of them. And yeah, it, it really and I, is a collaborative effort between them where both of their styles kind of mesh together really nicely. And you can see that in the song and in the MV for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. So now we're just going to discuss some of the performances of Everything Has Changed really quickly. Um, so the first thing has changed was actually on Britain's Got Talent on June 8th, 2013. And I vividly remember this performance so and do how I. excited I was to see it and just how cool the performance was. And I was so pleased at the time that Ed kind of sang the full ver- the full second verse. Hmm. And I just, to this day, I just love that performance because I just remember being sat in front of Fratelli, so excited. Yes, and I just think... waiting, desperately waiting for Ed and Taylor to um, perform. I think I've even got like video on my old iPod that I did of it because I was so excited. Yes. Just the same as you. I was sitting in front of the telly. I had my iPod and I was filming. Yeah, it was such a cool performance. It was such a cool performance and um, definitely a kind of moment in uh, my kind of Taylor Swift fan, (laughs) history of being a fan. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this song has been performed over 70 times by Taylor, but mostly during the Red Tour. And the most recent performance of it was actually on the 21st of September in 2013 in Nashville. And unfortunately, she hasn't ever really performed it since, according to Setlist FM. Um, So it's a shame that um, this song hasn't, wasn't uh, a surprise song for the 1989 tour wasn't a surprise song for the reputation tour either which is a shame and um, maybe because she feels like um without ed she can't do it justice um mm. i don't know but um but it's interesting that during the red tour it was such a big moment in the set list um but it hasn't ever really had another moment again on the tillis of tour finally in regards to everything has changed of course we have to talk about the upcoming taylor's version of everything has changed so we know that Ed has already re-recorded Everything Has Changed and they have already re- redone or recorded Run as well. So Ed recently on Instagram said that it took them about a couple of hours to redo all of Everything Has Changed and it also took them another hour to record uh, all of Run. Uh, but yeah, they're both very excited about it. I think they're both posting about it. You can actually see a snippet of Ed re-recording Everything Has Changed over on his Instagram, which is really cute. And it really got me so excited for, to hear this song again. 
for the first time yes, <laughs> in a no, way. same and also if you listen at the end you can hear taylor's vocals for a yes, split second so it, yeah it was cool to kind of hear ed sounds great he sounds just like he does on the original version and to be fair the little snippet of taylor sounds great so i'm really really excited to hear um this new version of everything has changed so am i and of course here we can just talk about our hopes uh, for a run so we don't really know much about it as we discussed we know when it was originally written we know when it was originally kind of recorded or thought about and as far as we know for now we know that it's redone and they're both very excited ab about it uh but have you got any specific hopes or speculation or what you think i'm the not song sure i i'm i have i'm not too sure what the song's going to be about but i'm i am excited to hear it because i remember um in like 2013 and since then really whenever when taylor and stuff ed had talked about there was other songs that they written. I just remember thinking, oh, I wish that they would release those and I wish that right. we could hear them. And For I sure. guess back then, because realistically on albums, you didn't want two collabs with the same person. Whereas now mm. Taylor's got free reign over what she can put on these. It's so cool to then be able to get this song. So I'm really excited to hear it, but I have no clue. Maybe that everything is changed lyrics. Maybe that is the run <laughs> lyrics run. <laughs> all along. But I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it's going to go and um, what it's going to be about, like run there's not really much to run with in terms yeah. of its content and what it's going to be about but if i was to guess i'd probably say that it was about running away with someone um if it was yeah. to kind of follow the everything i feel like it's going to be have that kind of everything. yeah everything has changed feel about it i don't think it's going to be very it's going to be emotional but a kind of love emotion rather than sad. It's just, you can never really tell with ed and taylor because they're both very similar in the sense that they have a wide spectrum of things that they write lyrics about so yeah. if you compare everything has changed with you know um the reputation cola endgame yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> um I'm, I'm in red mode anyway so if you compare them to it's not really got anything to do with each other it's just so different they are so different so i don't know is run gonna be more of a rap Ed uh, I, I don't think it will be I don't think it will be rapid I'm hoping for more like it, I think with the guitar they were talking about it being written in a guitar in a hotel room this I feel is like, true yes, I feel like it'll right. be more more acoustic than, cause <gasps> yes you're right we're gonna I get think, an acoustic yeah yes. I think that because because it was written in a hotel room um I feel like it's going to not be rap ed which I'm yeah. really hoping for because I remember when the reputation uh tracklist came out and endgame was on there i was like this is going to be everything has changed part two i'm so excited <laughs> to hear it and then i heard it right. and i was like this is nothing like everything has changed this is not everything no, has no changed this is very different um i mean it, no, it's cool but it's just very it's different cool sounds. but it's very yeah. different so i'm hoping that it's going to be acoustic um mm -hmm. have everything has changed kind of vibes um, yeah. and be more of a duet rather than like a taylor sings ed raps <laughs> right yeah so my hopes are very similar. I do hope it's acoustic. I do think that you've come up with a great kind of theory as to it being acoustic because of the tweets and the guitar thing. So yeah, very excited to hear that and cannot wait until November the 12th. Okay, so thank you for listening to our episode today. We thoroughly enjoyed delving back into Everything Has Changed, the Red Era of 2012. It was a really cool moment for Ed and Taylor fans. Um, but make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram, which is at Swiftly Spoken Podcast, where you'll be able to listen to our podcasts on Spotify and Apple Music and a host of other platforms by clicking the link in our bio. Also, make sure you keep an eye on our Instagram page as we'll be teasing our next episode, which will be Halloween and Look What You Made Me Do themed. We are both very excited about recording and releasing this episode. Mm -hmm.